the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What's going on, everybody? It's the Memorial Day, or almost Memorial Day, edition of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Hope you're having a, uh, a great Memorial Day weekend. Your barbecue went off without a hitch, uh, and you're having a good time. Uh, and, of course, you are drinking responsibly. We've got a great show for you tonight. Two guests that are going to be joining me uh, on the program. News and notes to get to in this segment, but first, how can you follow me? Very easily on Twitter, at Algatulo. Instagram at Catulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O, Facebook.com slash A-G Craft Beer Cast, via email at albertg at nycradio.com. We're also on iTunes as well. You just do a search for A-G Craft Beer Cast. We're Alexa Ready too. We're on the Odyssey.com app. If you just go to Odyssey.com or, you know, wherever you download your apps from, you can get uh, the show there. We're on the Hopped Up Network as well, as well as iHeartRadio. Uh, Hopped Up Network, Monday mornings, right after the show, uh, we pop up the podcast, and then you can download it, and you can listen to it whenever you want, which is pretty cool. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, Sean Torres from Killsboro Brewing on Staten Island is going to join me. They're throwing a pizza party at the end of July, and I'm going to be giving you the details on that in just a moment. Then in 20 minutes, Kevin Pekansky, he is the founder, owner, and brewer of South 40 Brewing Company. They're located in Edison, New Jersey. Uh, he's going to join me to talk about this brewery that opened during the pandemic and the best piece of advice someone has ever given me on the show. And I mean that. You have to listen. That's coming up 20 minutes from now. All right, so let's dive into uh, some news and notes here. And the first one, right off the bat, as I explained, Sean Torres is going to join us uh, in just a little bit. But Killsborough is holding this pizza party. Again, we'll get into the detail. A lot of more of the details. We'll flesh them out with Sean in a moment. But July 31st, it's a pizza party. It's a craft beer and pizza fundraiser. Now, we on Staten Island, we like to call it pizza instead of pizza. Uh, it's a fundraiser aimed at raising money at for uh, Snug Harbor's Cultural Center and Botanical Garden. This is a place that's near and dear to my heart. My cousin uh, actually has a, a place there, uh, Harbor Eats, I believe is the name of it, where you can get tacos and burgers and all kinds of stuff. Uh, but it's also a place where, uh, you know, Staten Islanders go to learn. There's beautiful gardens there. I remember going there as a kid in grade school uh, when I was in the fourth grade in Mr. Timberlake's class. We used to go there once a week to learn about Snug Harbor and to learn about what it brought uh, to the borough of Staten Island as well as uh, New York City. Now, what can you expect for this event? It's a four-hour outdoor picnic-style event. Unlimited beer samples from local breweries like Killsborough Brewing. 
uh, and two others that I'm going to mention in just a minute that have been announced. Eight slices. This is an entire pie's worth of pizza made by some of the best Staten Island pizzerias in New York City. Now, Lee's Tavern was the first to be announced. One of my favorites on Staten Island. If you want a good bar pie, the best bar pie, bar none, pardon the pun, uh, on Staten Island is Lee's Tavern. Now, uh, we will hopefully get one or two more of those pizza places out of Sean in a few minutes when we do the interview with him. Now, more details, including the full list of participating breweries and pizzerias, will follow soon. Tickets are on sale now. They'll run you $65, but that includes your pizza and beer. And, of course, like I said, you're helping a place that is near and dear to my heart. Now, two of the breweries that will be there, uh, two villains from Nyack, New York, non-sequitur beer project out of Bushwick, Brooklyn. Uh, And, again, if you haven't experienced pizza from Staten Island, uh, you are certainly missing out. There are a lot of great pizzerias uh, on Staten Island that you should absolutely, uh, you know, frequent and go to. This is going to be a great event. I have my tickets already. Um, We will post a link on our Facebook page. Uh, as well as we will tweet out the link as well. It's an Eventbrite event. If you go to eventbrite.com, do the search for a pizza party or Killsboro, it will pop up, and you will be able to click and buy tickets from there. I'd give you the website, but it's very lengthy, uh, and you'll probably forget, just like I will, uh, <laughs> by the time I finish reading it. Um, but again, the tickets are on sale now. They're running 65 bucks. But again, for $65, you're getting food and beer included. There's no extra money that you have to pay uh, for the event. And I think there are kids' tickets as well. Uh, which is 25 bucks, and of course that includes uh, the the pizza in the price there for the 25 bucks. 25 bucks for eight slices of pizza. Not bad, not bad. It's a great thing. Uh, our friends at Founders have announced the second installment in their Crafted in Michigan collaboration series. Partnerships with artists uh, S on Summercell and Arsenal Handicraft. The brews will be available for limited release in both tap rooms in June. While supplies last, in Grand Rapids, the Founders team partnered with local artist SN Summercell to create Ginger Smiles. Uh, this is a beer that brewed with ginger and guava to celebrate the bold women and rich flavors of Summercell's youth that he grew up uh, admiring in Iguana. Uh, Founders is going to host a release, event, a release event on June 25th at 11 a.m. Uh, with an outdoor artist market featuring Summercell's and other artists, specialty food offerings, and Ginger Smiles will be available for limited purchase. In Detroit, the Founders team has partnered with a husband and wife artist duo, Arsenal Handicraft, to create Sky Shift. It's an ode to the sky at twilight. Sky Shift looks like that time when the sun dips below the horizon and casts an otherworldly purple shroud across the sky. Um, this is a Goza-style blueberry chamomile uh, ale. They're going to host a release event on June 11th at 4 o'clock with an area where guests can enjoy uh, specialty food offerings and purchase pieces from Arsenal Handicraft. Sky Shift will be available for limited purchase. Very cool there from our friends at Founders. Now, after a successful launch of Circus in a Box in March, Lukey Brewery is unveiling their summer edition of Circus in a Box. That takes place on June 1st. So that's coming up on Tuesday. Circus in a Box, a quarterly box of goodies that brings the brewery's awe-inspiring and whimsical elements Straight into your living room. Uh, this is, again, available Tuesday, June 1st. It is uh, Lukey's next iteration of Circus in a Box. Uh, brings all the best elements of summer in an artfully designed box. In the summer box, find seasonally curated glassware, goodies, and sweet treats from the inventing room. And, of course, beer. Uh, the Circus in a Box is your go-to solution for summer fun. And the boxes can be purchased for $25 at the tap room or online while supplies last. Uh, very cool there. If you want more information on Lukey Brewing, uh, just head over to LukeyBrewery.com. Very cool stuff from the folks 
at Lukey Brewing. A brewery. Now, here's a cool concept coming out of Rhode Island. Whalers Brewing Company announced it will help reopen Rhode Island and kick off summer 2021 by giving a free keg of their award-winning American Pale Ale rise to every bar and restaurant in Rhode Island. How cool is that? So here's the quote from the owners. Bars and restaurants across the state put us on the map. They helped take us from the smallest brewery in Rhode Island to the largest, and after a tough year for all Rhode Islanders, we figured what better way to say thank you and help bring in summer than free beer. Uh, This is from Josh Dunlap and Wes uh, Stasky, uh, the founders and head brewers of Whalers Brewing Company. The entire crew has been working around the clock over the past two weeks to make enough rise to pull this off. We're super excited to get fresh beer into the hands of our fellow Rhode Islanders. That is pretty awesome. So to grab your free keg, as long as you're a bar or restaurant in Rhode Island, uh, all bars and restaurants have to do is ask their Horizon Beverage sales rep, and they will get themselves a free keg to kick off summer. That is an awesome promotion. Kudos to the guys from Whalers Brewing Company uh, for putting that together. I'm very impressed. Uh, Our friends at Flying Dog have come up with another local collaboration. Uh, The state's largest brewery has teamed up with Dolls Candyland. This is uh, Maryland's Shore, uh, Maryland Shore's iconic saltwater taffy company to create a first-of-its-kind saltwater taffy beer. It's Saltwater Taffy IPA. It's a brew house rarities release. It'll be available in six packs of 12-ounce bottles uh, starting the first week of June, which is this coming week. Uh, it is, um, let's see, it's a 7.6% ABV beer. Uh, it blends the flavor of freshly squeezed lemons and citrus hops with rich notes of vanilla creaminess. Interesting. So my, my guess is here, this is sort of a, I don't want to say a milkshake IPA, but they're making it sweet. So uh, I'm guessing with the vanilla in there. That's pretty cool. So Dahl's has been a, an Ocean City institution since 1910 when Rudolph Dahl Sr. purchased a small saltwater taffy stand and created the brand. Now four generations later, the Dahl family continues the legacy, creating delicious taffy and treats on their premise daily. I'm intrigued at this one. Saltwater taffy IPA. Now, I like saltwater taffy. Some people don't like it, but it's it's one of those Jersey Shore kind of traditions. Um, There's so many different flavors, and yeah, it feels like you're chewing wax, but the flavor in it is actually not bad. Um, And it's one of those things like when I'm at the shore, I have to get it once. Um, It's not something that I would bring home and, you know, buy over and over and over again, but it's definitely something that I uh, I would buy once. So kudos to the folks from Flying Dog. Putting out a saltwater taffy IPA. I'd be interested to try that and see how it tastes. And then finally, for those of you, I mean, this is just for a novelty thing. Uh, folks can now buy new corn-inspired Bush Light beer cans. So uh, Thursday before last, Bush introduced new 25-ounce cans designed to look like corn on the cob. The cans are available in 33 states. Uh, for a novelty thing, I'd like to have it in my collection. Would I drink the beer? Probably not. I think I would empty the can and probably clean it out and then... Uh, move on from there. But what are you going to do? Uh, when we come back after a short break, Sean Torres from Killsboro Brewing will join me to talk all about this pizza party happening in July. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer.
Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. This particular song, particular album, Feels So Good by Van Halen, OU812. It was May of my senior year of high school back in 1988, May 24th to be exact, that this particular album came out. And a lot of Van Halen critics not happy about it. First off, they weren't fans of Sammy Hagar, number one. Number two, they thought that Van Halen was going more in the keyboard direction because of Sammy. And that's not the case. It's because Eddie Van Halen wanted to do more keyboards. Sammy has talked about this for years in interviews. It wasn't him that wanted keyboards. He wanted more guitar. But Eddie was fascinated with the piano and the keyboards. And so uh, this became more of a keyboard-centric uh, type of album, if you if you will. But that's uh, I digress on the music part of the show. This is uh, OU812 is one of my favorite albums, probably because it was my senior year of high school. And I had so much to look forward to. Well... We have something to look forward to coming in July. My next guest is a friend of the show. His brewery is just killing it on Staten Island and the island of which I was born and raised with. Fantastic beer and, to be quite honest, some of the best barbecue I have eaten in the New York City area. Shop.killsboro.com is the website to purchase beer. By the way, they ship anywhere in New York State. The restaurant is called The Craft House. It's about a 15-minute walk from the Staten Island Ferry, but we've got an event to talk about as well uh, with my next guest here. Let me welcome back to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer, Sean Torres. Sean, how are you, my friend? Good, good. Um, doing all right. How's everything on your end? Eh, you know, living the dream, as they say. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sean, the, the pandemic hit you guys hard, and, and it hit, you know, obviously everybody hard, whether it was a brewery, a restaurant, any type of small business was hit hard during this pandemic. How difficult was it? to transition to a sit-down restaurant and beer place to having to shift to delivery and to-go orders? You know, it, it was something that we sort of got thrown into immediately. And as you can imagine, since we're both a restaurant and uh, brewery, brew pub, production facility, and we have all these elements that were affected by the pandemic, uh, we realized we had to figure out something and figure it out fast. So um, as we were in the middle of, packaging kegged beers um, or preparing to package kegged beers uh, and then being told that New York City was going to be shut down and obviously that that beer would have no homes anywhere. Uh, Within a week, we managed to uh, schedule uh, in a few tight canning runs with our mobile canner, Maltman, which we were super appreciative of. Mm -hmm. Uh, We transitioned our websites for both Craft House and Killsborough to accommodate uh, takeout and delivery. Um, for the first three months of the pandemic, I was personally delivering all of the Staten Island and New York City uh, beer orders. Um, so as you can imagine, with everyone sitting at home, that was, uh, that was pretty busy yeah. and, uh, you know, a, a lot of fun. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we had to really look at uh, our product, our product mix, and, you know, how can we make it uh, takeout friendly, especially with the food? You know, we probably, we we're very proud of our sit down and dining experience at the craft house. And now we had to really revisit the menu and say, how can we get this food um, to people at home and get an experience as close to uh, the dining experience as possible. So, you know, a very short period of time, I was saying about a week or two, uh, we transitioned uh, to mostly takeout and delivery. Uh, actually, I'm sorry, all takeout and delivery. Right. And uh, as a result, you know, it, it worked. It, we were able to keep the lights on. We were able to keep, you know, our skeleton crew staffed, which was the most important part uh, of, of what we were trying to do in our efforts. And uh, we were able to, to survive and, and, and make it another year. 
let's get into this uh, pizza part. And listen, you did do a great job. I know you did some stuff for the first responders at Staten Island Hospital, and you did other things delivering you know, food and getting uh, beer to people. And that uh, that is an awesome thing. And again, keeping the lights running and keeping your guys employed uh, is important as well. Let's get into the pizza party uh, thing that you're throwing at Snug Harbor Cultural Center on Saturday, July 31st. This is a place near and dear to my heart. I used to go there in grade school uh, to learn about Snug Harbor and the, and what the point was of the facility, but the, the, it's just beautiful grounds. My cousin was married there. He actually has a little uh, food stand still uh, in Snug Harbor that uh, you know he serves food over there. But you're throwing this party on Saturday, July 31st. What made you decide to do this, and how is Snug Harbor benefiting from it? Yeah, so uh, it's it's interesting that you you brought that up um, because you know this is something that kind of sprung uh, spontaneously from like a mix of different conversations. Um, you might already know that we're planning an expansion facility right next to the Snug Harbor. Uh, so one conversation we were having internally was, you know, how how do we provide uh, as good neighbors to one of our favorite nonprofits on Staten Island? Right. Uh, in addition to that, being a Staten Island brand, when we're out attending festivals and people drink the beer and they ask where we're located. And, you know, not a lot of New York City outer borough of residents are familiar with Staten Island and, you know, what's there to do here. Mm. So usually the top two things that we mention to people are Snug Harbor, check out the, the you know, uh, the grounds there and uh, do a little pizza tour. There are a number of pizzerias on Staten Island that are very well known throughout New York City. Um, and, Obviously, with the pandemic, you know, everyone hurting, uh, not just food and beverage, but the arts, too. Right. Um, this sort of, like, uh, combination of these three uh, uh, convos sort of birthed this idea. Why don't we just throw a pizza party? Everybody remembers a pizza party when they're, when they're kids, uh, you know, and um, pizza's near and dear to everyone uh, at the brewery since we're very proud of Staten Island Pizza. Right. And, um, you know, we wanted to do something to give back to the arts on Staten Island and be good neighbors. So... Um, this sprung this idea, and after talking um, internally with my team, with the team at Snug Harbors, and reaching out to a few breweries and pizzeria, a uh, pizza party was born. All right, so the, uh, the the tickets are on sale now, and they go up to, uh, they start at $65 as of June 1st. Uh, so if you get in early, like tonight, if you're listening tonight and you get in, you can get an early bird ticket. But if not, you're going to have to pay 65 bucks. but it's worth it because it's one price, your beer is included, as well as eight slices of pizza. So you get a whole pie uh, for that price, which is pretty awesome. Uh, I know uh, Lee's Tavern is one of the pizza places that you announced already. Uh, any chance of being able to get another pizza place out of you that's uh, going to be joining uh, the event? Sure. I, I can name a few. Okay. Uh, I'm sure those online will, will also be able to, you know, um, uh, uh, enjoy the slow leak of pizzerias, but I could give you a few more. We have uh, Pier 76 joining us. Okay. Uh, on the 31st of July, we have Danino's joining us. Nice. Um, and we also have Doe by La Castri, oh. um, which they're located on Richmond Road. Right. Uh, they'll be joining us as well. Uh, I'll leave the rest out for now. I want to okay. tease it just you know a little bit more, but uh, that's a, a handful of pizzerias, and if you're interested in the breweries as well. I will. I will. Um, I'm going to hold. I'm going to tease that for just a second because I want to reset here. We're sure, talking with Sean Torres. Torres. He, he's the owner and brewer of Killsboro Brewing on Staten Island. Uh, the, his website shop.killsboro.com. You can purchase beer there, which they'll ship anywhere in New York State. 
The restaurant that he that he runs as well is called the Craft House. That's about a 15-minute walk from the Staten Island Ferry. We're here on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And the event is an Eventbrite event. So if you just go to Eventbrite, type in Killsboro, it will pop up. You can follow Killsboro's Facebook page, and there's a link right there to the party as well. So we're talking the beer. You guys are obviously pouring. I know you've already announced Non Sequitur and Two Villains. Uh, give me one more brewery that's going to be there. Sure. Um, the next brewery we're announcing is actually Icarus. Um, nice. Icarus Brewing, they're, yeah, they're very good friends of ours. Uh, we brewed a few collabs with them, and uh, they'll be joining us on the 31st as now, well. I'm going to say this here, because and I'm friends with Jason, and I love his beer, and you guys did the collab, uh, the, the most recent collab that my wife and I had when we were over there uh, back in April. Uh, Jason has never been on the show, and I'm getting annoyed with him that he avoids coming on the program. So this is my shout-out to him right now that I'm calling him out that he needs to come on the program. But And if he doesn't come on the program, I'm going to interview him that day at the event because I'm going to be there. So there, I've, I put it out there, and that's the, that's the end of that. Now, my last question before we get out of here, um, the, you talked about the tap room because the last time you and I actually physically saw one another was d- during your anniversary. That was t- uh, 2019. I think it was September of 2019 that I ran into you at Craft House, and you were mentioning to me you guys were about to expand and build a separate tap room for people to go just to have the beer. So the tap room is going to be near Snug Harbor. How is the progress on that going? Um, and w- are, are we looking at this year for opening, or are we maybe pushing into next year? So it's going well. Um, we've already begun construction on the inside and outside of the building to prepare for you know the expansion of the production facility and retail space. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're actually moving production wise from 600 square feet to 9,000 square feet. So we're super excited about that because the little pad of our existing space. But um, but yeah, we we're hoping to be producing beer there at the end of this year and opening up the tap room spring of next year. Oh, awesome! Um, so things things are moving smoothly so far knock on wood um you know we've purchased some equipment hopefully we'll be getting um you know the the brew house uh, in the fall and uh and yeah and and we're excited to to produce beer and, and open it up for the out a community to enjoy you know folks i've been doing this show for a long time uh i met sean first time i met sean was at a beer event for the kickoff for new york city beer week this is my god is it going it's probably at least four years ago uh that i met you and i have to say um, Sean's beer is probably some of the best that I've had in the New York City area. The food is amazing, though. I, I will tell you that there is no better. I, I was in there one day with a friend of mine and um, uh, on a Sunday, and your bartender told us, yeah, you got to get the, uh, the, egg, uh, the egg special with the hash or whatever. Well, my friend and I devoured that and probably about four or five beers on top of that. And then my friend who was like, ah, I'm not going to take anything home, ended up buying two four-packs from you. Because the beer is that good. And I'm telling you, don't hate on this place. It is fantastic. It is an easy walk from the Staten Island Ferry. It's about 15 minutes. My guest has been Sean Torres. He's the owner and brewer of Killsboro Brewing on Staten Island. Shop.killsboro.com is the website to purchase beer. Remember, the, uh, the, the pizza party that he's throwing Saturday, July 31st, it's at, it's at Snug Harbor Culture Center. Uh, the proceeds are helping out Snug Harbor. It's one price the, all the beer is included, and you get eight slices of pizza, kid-friendly as well. You can't beat it. Sean, thanks so much for joining me tonight. I will see you in July, if not sooner. Thanks for having me on, Al. I really appreciate it, and uh, definitely looking forward to catching up with you soon. You got it. Up next.
It's time we're going to have uh, the, Kevin Pekansky from South Forty Brewing is going to join me to talk about his little brewery in Edison, New Jersey, and that's coming up next on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer. Let me tell you something. I am excited because concerts are finally coming back. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. And that particular band, the record company, is coming back to New York in October, and I got my tickets the other day. So I am beyond pumped. At the brand new, by the way, Irving Plaza. Apparently, they I forgot that they had shut it down. It had been closed for uh, over a year and a half now. They did all these renovations on it and stuff. So I'm excited to go back to Irving Plaza because it's a small, intimate venue. They have standing room only, but now they have balcony seating, which is what I got because, you know, I'm a prima donna. I can't stand on my feet all, day, all night long for a concert. I'm old. But I'm just excited to go and see live music again. Welcome back to the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. My next guest is the founder, owner, and brewer of a brewery that opened in the midst of the pandemic in New Jersey. So, of course, that piques my interest. Then I find out that the brewery is literally 15 minutes from my house, and I haven't been there yet. Stupid me. Then, to top it all off, one of his beers, the Savon Savin, I knew I was going to get that wrong, um, won the Beer, Bacon, Barbecue Showdown event that I was honored to judge a few weeks ago. Now, for more information about this brewery, just go to south40brewingco.com, and you have to spell, you have to write out the number 40 there, 40. Uh, but let me welcome to the Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, the answer for the first time, Kevin Pekansky. Kevin, first, congratulations again, and how are you? Good, how are you? <laughs> Thank you. I am, uh, I'm doing good, uh, but right off the bat, I am going to assume that the plan for opening your brewery was in the planning stages way before the pandemic hit. So why is it that when businesses were closing left and right uh, last year, did you decide, all right, October's the time we're going to open, instead of waiting until the end of the pandemic? We, we were expecting, based on when we applied for our permit back in March of 2019, we were expecting to be open May, June of 2020. And then uh, it, that date just kept getting pushed back on us. But right. up to right the week that we opened, the week prior, the numbers were um, the same week, the numbers of COVID cases started spiking. So was, we opened right when things were starting to look good again. And then it just went to the roof. Wow. But um, we're like, you know, it sounds crazy to open during a pandemic, but it can't get any worse. So, why not? That, that is that is a fair point, and uh, you guys are, are having a, a, a great success so far, which is awesome. Uh, obviously, you want to get it back to 100% and, and get people in there, uh, and I have not been to the brewery yet, but I plan on uh, making uh, amends on that very, very soon. Now, you started brewing because someone had given you a home brewing kit, and then I, I read in the article, the first batch didn't come out that great. Uh, and you decided it, it nagged at you so much that you you had to get it right. Is that what sparked your your you know your enjoyment of brewing beer, and then finally deciding to open up a brewery? Yeah, my my dad got me a um, a, a, a small little homebrew kit, like a one gallon kit for my twenty first birthday, mm. and um, yeah, it just came out like weird brown murky water that didn't really taste like anything. Second batch also got messed up, and then I literally went right down to the homebrew shop 
and talked to them for over an hour trying to figure out what was going on. But then I eventually got to the point where I was like, I, I can make any flavor I want kind of come out of this. And it's just kind of like cooking to me. Okay. And did you enjoy to cook before that? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. All right. So I was actually going to go to culinary school. Oh, really? Is that right? Is that right? Okay. So you obviously enjoy. See, I like to cook. For me, it's therapeutic. I enjoy being in the kitchen and kind of, you know, mixing around stuff. I've never actually brewed beer. I brewed with my cousin uh, who really makes some great beer. But I, I've never had really the patience to doing it, watching him. You know, put all this, uh, put all the, you know, the ingredients and stuff together. For me, it's just a little too like, oh my god, I can't. I, I know I'm going to screw this up, but that's really cool. Talking with Kevin uh, Pekansky, he is the founder, owner, brewer of South Forty Brewing Company. They're located in Edison, New Jersey. For more information, just go to South Forty and it's four zero Brewing You can follow their Facebook page. They're on Instagram. They're all over the place. We're here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer now to be clear, you guys and Cypress are actually near one another, but you're just on, on kind of opposite ends of where the Raritan Center is. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, because t- there's Raritan Center, and then there's the Heller Industrial Park, mm-hmm. and we're basically on the other side of the fence for each other. It, uh, the road that my brewery is on dead ends right as you pull up to the brewery, and if and you can actually see where the road would continue over another like 20 feet of grass, and that that would be like a four-minute drive to Cyprus, but you have to go all the way out of Raritan Center and take a 15-minute drive. Right, all the way around where the community college is and then come around, because I've been to Cyprus before. Yeah. So if I went to the end of the block where Cyprus' uh, brewery is and I look kind of like to my, I guess, my left or whatever, I would see I'd be in eyesight of your brewery, but obviously I have to drive all the way around to get there. Okay, fair enough. Now, aside yeah, we'll from... Actually, we'll, I'm sorry, go ahead. We walk to each other. We walk to each other's breweries. <laughs> It's faster to walk through the uh, woods. See, there you go. Oh, that's you know what? That's not a bad idea though. That's not a bad idea. Or if you're getting an Uber, you tell the Uber to drop you off at Cyprus and pick you up at South Forty. That's not a bad deal either. Now, aside from that delicious saison that you made that won the B three showdown, and I have to tell you, Kevin, and I'm not blowing smoke here, um, we were going through a number of different beers, and that one just kind of hit all the right notes for all of us because. Nobody was really doing that kind of beer, and this is not to disrespect the other brewers. Uh, a lot of the stuff that the brewers had had given us were really good. Some were kind of the same old styles, and we were kind of like, "All right, you know, you know, we want something a little different." But it really hit all the right notes, and kudos to you for that. I, you know, I had a sip of it uh, before you brought it over to, uh, to to judge, and I thought it was I thought it was excellent. I did not want to have that in my mind when I was sampling it, and by the time I got to yours. I had kind of forgotten about it, and it kind of refreshed my palate a little bit. So that is pretty awesome, and kudos to you on that. But what other styles do you like to brew? Um, I, I try to make it so that way there's something for everybody in the brewery. We, when you walk in, our uh, our menu is right above our taps, and it's broken down into traditional, intermediate, and advanced. And all that really means is traditional is your pilsners, your blonde ales, your stuff like that that doesn't have any flavoring added to it then intermediate is like a it would be like a belgian double or a belgian triple right. stuff that's traditional but with with a little more flavor and complexity or some flavorings added to it and the advanced is are mainly our double ipas and and how many barrel system are you running over there right now uh just three just three so your three barrel system uh and uh the um 
the facility that you took over was an old arm. It was a, a an army like depot kind of supply place. Is that is that uh, what I was reading correctly? Yeah, it's a old army ammunition depot. So it's very thick brick walls, thick concrete, and a um, I think it's called a cathedral style wooden ceiling with big old timbers that are they they look like they're a foot thick. Wow. That's pretty cool. See, I got to get down there. I got to get down there. Talking with Kevin Pekanski. He's the founder, owner, brewer of South 40 Brewing Company located in Edison, New Jersey. For more information, just go over to south40brewingco.com. We're here on the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. I got to ask the big question, though, Kevin. Why give up a career as a legal assistant to take on the reins of opening a brewery? Um, I would say just, you know, I'd rather control my own destiny and uh, do something where it's 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 all up to me. Whatever comes out of it is what I put into it, rather than uh, you know having a, not a fan of having a career where I'm told what I what I'm worth, rather than getting out there and making what I'm worth. Right, right. That I, makes sense. That may, to, totally makes sense. Um, so you're running a three barrel system there. And I do have to ask, is there, and I don't know this, and forgive me for not knowing this, is there a um, eventual goal of doing uh, canning of your beer and getting it out for more mass pr- uh, production, or is it just kind of, hey, we want to see how it goes for now, and we'll look into that uh, down the road? I, I very badly want to uh, put the beer in four packs, but uh, only three barrels, so that's not going to happen for a little while, so we're just going to try, try to grow as, as steadily as we can. To, to get to that point. Okay, sounds good. And how many days a week are you guys open? Seven days a week? Uh, we used to be, but we're, we're only open six days a week now. Six days. So you're open. What is it? Tuesday to Sunday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday yeah. to and Sunday. We open every day at twelve. Oh, very. That's even better for me because I usually uh, I'm home by eleven thirty. So that's well, that's good for me, and that's dangerous for me because I have to get the gym in first. Before I come to you, because if I come to you first, I'm certainly not going to the gym. Uh, last question for me, Kevin. If there was someone out there listening now and is in the midst of opening a brewery during all of this craziness, and again, I understand that we're coming out of it and it's a, we're starting to get back to that 100%, what's the one thing that you would advise them to do? Oh, just, like, just go head first into it. Really? Just ignore everything. Ignore all the how bad everything looks because it, it's just going to get better. It's, it's going to suck at first, but it, it just gets better. It it just can't get worse. I I love that advice. I love that advice. You're the first person I think that have, that has answered that question in that way. Everyone else has kind of said, "Well, do this and do that," and you're just kind of nope. If you're going to do it, you got to go full speed ahead, 100 percent, because it's going to get it's going to get better. That's I love oh, that. Yeah. That is pretty awesome. My guest has been Kevin Pekanski. He's the founder, owner, brewer of South 40 Brewing Company, located in Edison, New Jersey. They're on the opposite side of Cyprus. Unfortunately, you can't drive over there. If you park at Cyprus, you've got to walk through the woods. And, again, if you're at South 40, you've got to drive over to Cyprus unless you want to walk through the woods. It's all about the woods. For more information on the brewery, just go to south40brewingco.com. Kevin, thanks so much for joining me tonight. Best of luck with the brewery, and I am certainly going to stop down in the next couple of weeks. And I will see you uh, in Atlantic City for the Brewfest uh, coming up uh, later next week. Sounds good? Sounds good. Thank you. You got it. Up next, it's time for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast 
on AM 970, The Answer. Final segment of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast for this Memorial Day weekend on AM 970, The Answer. Again, like I said earlier in the program, I hope you're having a great time uh, at your barbecue drinking. You're staying up late because tomorrow is a holiday for most people, which is nice. And I'm, I'm sure that I am uh, diving into uh, a beer or two uh, or five or seven. I know I was at a couple of barbecues uh, earlier today. Uh, you know, it's what happens. You get invited to a bunch of things and you kind of have to pick and choose where you can go. Um, but let us dive into Suds and Duds, which, as always, is our final segment of the program. We'll kick it off with a little Yacht, Jam- Yacht Jams Volume 6 uh, by Icarus Brewing. By the way, if you haven't listened to Yacht Rock Radio on Sirius, if you have Sirius XM, what a great channel. I love it. I listen to it a lot of days when I'm on my way home because it does kind of calm me down and soothe me a little bit. And the guy who does the promos or the ins and outs uh, between the songs after every couple of songs um, is pretty funny. Sounds like Thurston Howell III uh, from Gilligan's Island, so go figure. But anyway, let's dive into Yacht Jams Volume 6. Another banger collab with these guys in Brick City. It's juicy, it's dank, a delicious beer. Um, love it. Uh, there's a little bit of, um, I think I was getting a little bit of apricot in it, but it really, really good. Great beer. If you can find it in cans, uh, absolutely pick it up. You will not be disappointed. Now, Hoofhearted Brewing, I love. These guys do great stuff. They did a sour IPA that they had on tap at Paragon Tap and Table. Quit your fussing on me. This is a banging sour. Not too tart, easy going down. The raspberry flavor in it is awesome. The color is amazing in the glass. It is a delicious beer. Our friends from Source, confirmation bias. This is a banging, banging IPA. Great flavor. I love the can art of it. Um, Has this like kind of sunsetty twilighty kind of you know oranges and, and purples and uh, yellows in there it's just a really cool can art but the beer is delicious it is definitely a, a smooth a smooth drinker it goes down real nice uh, our friends from heavy sea sent me specter uh, uh, easy for me to say spectrology sour i like the, the the thing that was unique to me about this beer was i liked how the sour lingered on the palate it was very nice. It was not cloying by any stretch of the imagination, but it had a nice, like you sip it, and it kind of sits there, that sourness, and never really goes away. I kind of relate it to, um, wow, I'm trying to think of the sour candy when I was a kid that had that sourness in it, that kind of just lingered there. Um, something that you kind of sucked on that just stayed there in the back of your tongue, Um and, and you, you just kept going back to it over and over again because you like the sourness of it. Not a Sour Patch Kid. It wasn't sugary. Just that sourness. I don't know. I can't, I can't remember the candy uh, that I'm thinking of. Then uh, Source came out with a Saison Frambose. If you like raspberry, folks, you're going to love this beer. The dryness is perfect. It is delicious. I love it. Um, I'm glad I still have three cans left in the fridge because this is something I could drink over and over and over again, and it's nice and easy drinking. It's nice on the palate. Um, it's got all the right elements uh, that you need. Now, 
Next week's program, we're going to have John Walker on, who is the head brewer uh, over at Athletic Brewing. They do non-alcoholic beer. So they sent me a variety pack of their non-alcoholic beers. I re- I'm going to review all four of them here uh, before the interview. Now, um, two I liked, two I wasn't so crazy about. The first one, Cerveza uh, Athletic, uh, Athletica? Yeah, Cerveza Athletica. Um, for a beer with no booze, surprisingly tasty. It's a copper ale. It's got a lot of good flavor in it. It's definitely something that I could see drinking at a party as either uh, if I'm driving and I don't really want to drink at all or as a change of pace beer. Kind of, I have a, I've had a beer or two. Now I want to switch to something that's non-alcoholic to still kind of keep that pace, uh, you know. And, uh, and again, 70 calories in this beer, uh, so it's low calorie. does have 14 grams of carbs, though. So by no stretch is this a low-carb product. Uh, but it is definitely something that if you want something different and a change of pace, it's definitely worth uh, drinking. Uh, Freewave, the, the hazy IPA from them, it tasted more like a straight IPA than a hazy. It's got the look of a hazy, and there's bitterness in there. But it, I, I don't know if I would necessarily call this a hazy IPA. It's got that that straight kind of IPA feel, which is good, but it's not It's not great. It, like, for what they're saying that it is and what it tastes like, they're two different things. So maybe three out of the four I actually liked. Because I did drink this. It, it wasn't like I, I had to, uh, I, I didn't want to drink it. I drank it, but it would just, like, I was expecting one thing when I got another. Let's put it that way. Uh, Flavor Wave IPA by Indeed Brewing Company. This is a nice backyard beer. Got good bite to it. Uh, really nice, and I love the fact that it's in a 12-ounce can. That's the other thing about athletic brewing, folks, 12-ounce cans, which is nice. So you're not overindulging on stuff. Speaking of 12-ounce cans, the Troganator Double Bock by Trogues. This is a delicious beer. Nice, malty. It's got that little chocolatey flavor uh, to it. What a delicious beer. I love everything that Trogues does. They really do a nice job on everything. They kind of hit the flavors exactly where they need to be. Who Ride the World uh, by Ale Smith. This is, uh, I believe this was a, a, um, a Pink Boots beer. I know this was having to do with, um, with women in beer. Um, and I should have remembered more on the can, and I, and, and I don't, and I apologize for that. Uh, love the rye in this. It's sweet. It's light. It's a nice beer. Uh, well done by the folks at Ale Smith. Uh, they really did a nice job on that one. The Turtle and Six Feet of Sunshine uh, by Source. This is another beer in their Olympic series uh, honoring volleyball. Juicy, tropical, mango, delicious. It's a great beer. Uh, loved knocking this one back. And then finally, the other two athletic brews that I had, the Upside Down Golden, uh, Upside Dawn, excuse me, Golden Ale. Um, this was sweet, but not in a good way. This was, this was the one that didn't do it for me. Although it got a little bit better as it sat in the glass, and I don't know why that is. Um, but I wasn't crazy about this Golden Ale, and I really had high hopes that this was going to be uh, a really, really knockout beer for me, and it wasn't, and I was a little disappointed. Um, so that was probably the one that out of the four that I didn't like uh, or I liked the least. And then finally, the Run Wild IPA by Athletic Brewing. This tastes like how an IPA should taste, especially that it's non-alcoholic. Decent bite, malty. Um, it, had, it hit all the right spots for me. I could very easily see me drinking this if I'm hanging out with a group of people and I don't want to drink too much, or I'll give you a perfect example. In a couple of weeks, my wife is going out with friends. Um, they're getting together on a Saturday. I think it's, I don't know if it's Saturday afternoon or Saturday night. And she asked me, she said, look, she said, can you be my designated driver? I really don't want to drink and drive. Um, 
and I don't want to, you know, I want to have a few of my friends and not have to worry. And I said, okay, not a problem. You know, just tell me what time and I'll pick you up. And I, I said to myself, boy, I should, I should pick up some non-alcoholic beer if I'm going to. And normally I wouldn't just, I just wouldn't drink at all. And then, you know, when she calls me, all right, I'll go get you. Um, but now if I want to have something and I want to have a beer, but it has no booze in it, and you know, have one or two before I have to go pick her up, this is the beer that I would drink, this Run Wild uh, by Athletic. It's a good beer if I'm looking for an IPA. Um, so I was very impressed with this, and I really thought that this hit the mark uh, where it needed to be. So uh, kudos uh, from the folks at Athletic Brewing. And again, we will have John Walker on the show next week to talk about Athletic Brewing and why the non-alcoholic beer category seems to be exploding now. Is it carb conscious? Is it calorie conscious? Is it lifestyle uh, conscious? We'll find all that out on next week's program. But, folks, we're out of time. My thanks to everyone involved in the show, as well as my guests, Sean Torres from Killsboro Brewing, Kevin Pekansky, founder, owner, and brewer of South 40 Brewing Company, and, of course, last but not least, the great Buddy Watson. I'll be back live on the Joe Piscopo Show Tuesday morning at 6 a.m. This has been the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody.